Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Homes.com knows having the right agent can make or break your home search. That's why they provide home shoppers with an agent directory that gives you a detailed look at each agent's experience, like the number of closed sales in a specific neighborhood, average price range, and more. It lets you easily connect with all the agents in the area you're searching so you can find the right agent with the right experience and ultimately the right home for you. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Ron and Anian. Is your next Volkswagen going to have windshields in it made out of beer bottles? Yeah, it's possible. Singing cold beer country because it's cold beer country around here. The Car Doctor. A good heating system yeah. will blow, will put out anywhere between 120 and 140 degrees of duct temperature so that you know, right. you know, you've got that much. Welcome to the radio home of Ron and Anian. The Car Doctor. Since 1991, this is where car owners the world over turn to for their definitive opinion on automotive repair. If your mechanic's giving you a busy signal, pick up the phone and call in. The garage doors are open. But I am here to take your calls at 855-560-9900. And now, here's Ronnie. You know... If they ask me what's the hardest part of my job, I, I I think it's this. I think this is probably the most difficult thing I get to do during the course of the week um, is is condemn a vehicle because it's it's never it's never pleasant. You know, it's it's sort of the doctor giving you bad news, but I, I just hate to do it. We had a um, we had a a new customer in this week with a 2010 Ford Edge, and we were entrusted with you know looking at it for her son who's just graduating college in, in the course of the next year, and is he going to take this to his job and this going to become the, you know, the vehicle while he commutes? At first time we're seeing it, so we ran through what we, you know, we ran through our, our, our seasonal checklist we're famous for that we go through and kind of look the vehicle over, two-page checklist, and you know, let us go through it system by system. It's sort of a stick-out-your-tongue-and-say-ah moment, which it is. And it wasn't good. It just, and you wouldn't know it from looking at it. it you know, it was... Uh, it was a pretty car, but you wouldn't know what was going on underneath. 
in that, um, well, it had a power steering leak. And the power steering leak was pretty decent. It had been going on for a while. And it was towards the steering rack, and it was actually dripping down onto the rearward, rearward, R-E-A-R-W-R-D, rearward, the back transmount. And the transmount had gotten soft over time. The rubber was breaking down, and the, the mount was really kind of non-existent. So much so that on this all-wheel drive edge, I could take the drive shaft and push up on it, and the engine would move up and down, uh, oh, you know, four or five inches. It was just all over the place. It, it, just, it just had too much movement. The bad transmount, or the, the broken-down transmount, had allowed the, or had caused damage to the center support bearing for the drive shaft. There's a bearing, it's a two-piece drive shaft. There's a bearing mounted. There's a support collar. And the top of the support collar was all torn and dried out. But the, the bigger catch, or the bigger problem, was where the transmount meant the trans, the, the, the lower transmount, was bolted to the side case of the transmission, three bolts. The lower forward bolt, the case of the transmission, the aluminum case, had about an inch and a half crack in it because the mount had, uh, my guess is that the mount had allowed the engine to bounce around and wiggle enough that over time it just caused damage and it started to crack the case of the trans on both sides of the bolt. And the only fix for that would be you'd need a new case. And then when you looked at the rest of the vehicle, which wasn't the worst, well, in, in comparison to the way the, the, the front half looked, um, you know, the only good news about the power steering, the, that, that lubricating oil leak, was the fact that it, you know, kept the front of it from rusting off because the back half, the back suspension of this vehicle was just rotted and rusted beyond, like, ugh, as my mom would say. So what do you do? You know, first time I'm talking to the customer and she's like, well, what do you think? And I said, I think it's a what color time. What do you mean it's a what color time? You know, what color? What color do you want the next car to be? And I had to go through it a couple of times and I could tell she was upset. And then, you know, how do I convince her? And why is it my job to convince her? And I said, yeah, it's my job to convince her because she's entrusted me to take care of her kid. And I've got to show her here's why. Here's why I think this is a non-economical repair. I'm glad to do it. But I, I think there comes a point when you're dealing with something like this because the trans would have to come out, which would mean you're going to put a case in it, which means at 140-something thousand miles that it had on it, you're going to put a trans in it. Transfer of 2010 Ford Edge is easily five grand. And then you need all the other little things, the power steering fluid leaks, and, and then the mount replaced. And, you know, there's a couple other things going on safety and maintenance-wise. And you're going to put nine grand in this vehicle? It's tough, you know, being a mechanic. I guess it's tough being a mechanic or I guess it's like people on the planet, right? For those of us that care that we're trying to watch out for the other guy, it's tough because you've got to give them the bad news that, you know, would somebody else give it to them? And and I pointed that out to her. I said, you know, another mechanic might not be telling you this. They're glad to take your money. I don't work that way, never have. I want you to know that, you know, it's it's time. It's 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 a foolish endeavor to to go forward with this because it's going to need too much, and you're not just going to replace the trans case. You're going to put a trans in it. How could you take the trans out of a out of a 12-year-old car and with that many miles on it and not at least go through the trans and do some form of an overhaul? So, you know, if you ever had to ask me, hey, Ron, what's the toughest part of your job? What do you hate the most? It's got to be telling you that, you know, it's time. What color? What color is a bad question for me? You never want to get asked that question. 
Hello and welcome, Ron and Andy, the car doctor here at 855-560-9900. You can ask me that question because that question is the phone number that leads you to me. You can call 855-560-9900 anytime, day or night. We're live on the air Saturday afternoons, 2 to 4 p.m. East Coast time. I and Tom Ray, the inimitable, often imitated, never duplicated, one and only, no baloney, not a phony, Thomas Ray the third, are here to answer your questions. And uh, uh, Well, actually, I answer the questions. He just pushes the buttons and tries to make me sound better. Um, better looking he can't do. There's no hope. But sound better he can. He works on that all the time. So um, that's what Tom's for. And I think this hour, for sure, we're going to give away a swag bag from the folks over at Michelin Belts Idlers and Tensioners. Um, you know, we were trying to stress the role of serpentine belts, idlers, and tensioners with your vehicle. You know, it's often the, it's kind of the Rodney Dangerfield of parts, right? Nobody thinks about the belt until it fails. And belts have gotten better. That is true. But, you know, also keep in mind that belts are often neglected, especially on older vehicles. And there are some very specific things about belts, you know, asking them to be checked differently now. It's EPDM rubber, which is a different type of rubber. It's been that way for probably 15 years or so than traditional old school rubber belts. But we're just trying to highlight a little bit of a belt maintenance, belt safety importance going into the fall and winter driving season. So working with the folks over at Michelin Belts Idlers and Tensioners, we'll be giving away a Michelin swag bag, uh, a stainless tumbler, a pocket key ring, a digital tire gauge, baseball cap, and some other goodies in that flap-insulated cooler bag. So we'll do that this hour, Tom. Tom's going to be the ultimate decider. Tom will uh, have the final say, so smile on the phone when you talk to Tom, and uh, we can make it work from there. Let's uh, let's pull over and take an early pause, and when we come back, we're going to go right to Sherry in Long Island and talk about this vibrating Jeep Renegade. I'm Ron Anini in The Car Doctor. I'll return right after this. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. 
The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Keep Ron's number handy, 855-560-9900, for when you really need advice on your car. Here's Ron. Hey, let's get over and talk to, oh, let's go over and talk to Sherry in Long Island, like I said, and uh, see what's going on here. Sherry, welcome to the car doctor. Ron and Ian at your service. How can I help? Sherry? Sherry going once. Sherry going twice. I think Sherry vibrated away. Where'd she go? She had a vibration in her Jeep, and uh, she wandered away from the phone. Let's give her a pause there while Tom tries to go to work on that. Hey, did you see the article recently uh, from Norway about Tesla owners? Electric vehicles are taking Norway by stone, by storm, and the top-selling electric vehicle brands in the country have been Tesla. Well, yeah, no surprise. Uh, Tesla makes a good product. We don't disagree with that. However, that doesn't mean its vehicles are without perceived problems, one that some Norwegian Tesla owners say that they have been able to remediate with Tesla directly. Um, and, and this is kind of a novel approach. They're they're actually going on a hunger strike. Uh, yeah, they're um, they're actually trying to get Tesla's attention. Um, they're complaining that um, they have poor customer service. They don't get in touch with them. They don't respond to concerns and complaints. And um, they've got all sorts of issues over in Norway. So they're they're uh, doing all sorts of things. They've had complaints. Let's see, other issues can be found on owners' forums. Uh, the cars' lights. Bubbling seats, water collecting in the trunk, loose trim pieces, and reduced power. Another complaint is that the autopilot does not work properly. Uh, while this statement's rather bored, the article goes on to say it's something that many can understand given the number of recent complaints against Tesla's automated driving system. In fact, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration here has opened up an engineering analysis on the technology, which is a prerequisite to the agency asking an automaker to issue a recall. If the complaints are fairly well known on the internet, why are owners escalating things to a hunger strike? According to the group's website, um, another huge issue preventing owners from having their vehicles perform to their expectation involves the customer service side of the company. They spent, the, the owners claim they spend an inordinate amount of time waiting on hold to actually speak with someone from Tesla, and they never receive a call back when promised. So guess what? It seems like those cars aren't perfect either. So, uh, you know, definitely a potential problem that um, everybody's trying to deal with. Let me tell you about Sherry. Sherry had called in from Long Island. She had a 16 Jeep Renegade, and her complaint's a common one. And I want to address it now in case we don't get a hold of her. I don't know what happened there, but um, and maybe I'm letting the cat out of the bag. But uh, these Jeep Renegades with the two fours, the, the bigger of the four-cylinder engines, they've got a known issue where they're vibrating at idle or they're excessive vibration at idle and they're causing all sorts of, uh, you know, discomfort. You'll feel it in the driver's seat. You'll feel it in the steering wheel. Well, there's a bulletin from Chrysler um, that specifically addresses this particular problem. It's bulletin 09-002-17, and it talks about replacing the engine mounts, something that, uh, you know, Chrysler has determined will solve the problem for you and uh, help, uh, you know, help help smooth out the rough transition. Um, another issue, and I should point this out too, this is another one that I see, 
regarding vibrations is a 15, um, not the Renegades, but the Wranglers, the model above it. Um, we've had more than a few in the shop. Uh, one recently that was involved in an accident where the vehicle owner was complaining about vibration issues that nobody could seem to resolve, and the vehicle just, it just, you know, it just had that that shake to it. It had that resonance to it that you knew something was cockeyed, something wasn't doing what it was supposed to be doing. And this particular Jeep had a bent transmission mount. And it's not something you'll notice at first. Take a look at the way the trans is sitting in relation to the cross member. And you'll see the trans mount has a little bit of a kick, and it's usually down on the right and up on the left. And it's bent ever so slightly, just, you know, three degrees, two degrees, not much. But you'll realize that the trans mount is bent, and then you'll find out that the engine either had a broken mount on the one side, or you'll find out that the vehicle was involved in an accident. It's usually an accident. Sometimes it's off-road abuse, too, because... People do drive their Jeeps a little on the hard side sometimes. I understand that, too. But um, just just be mindful and know that, that um, you know, that's a potential that's a potential problem, too. So something else that you've got to be aware of uh, with regards to the Jeeps. We kind of see that as a common factor, too. Had an 07 Lincoln this week, an 07 Lincoln town car, that uh, consumer complaint, you know, how off track can you get? The vehicle owner's complaint was the key fobs weren't working. And they had gone as far as replacing the batteries in the two key fobs. I guess they listened to the show, and I've trained them well. <laughs> and um, the problem is they, they they jumped to the wrong conclusion in the diagnosis. They sent me a note. They said, hey, Ron, the key fobs no longer work. Fix the fobs. Well, it's not that the key fobs didn't work. Nothing worked. The power door locks didn't work. The trunk release mechanism didn't work. The keyless entry, you know, they have the keyless entry pad on the side of the door. That didn't light up nor work. So it was really related to lock actuator function coming out of what we call the driver's door module. The driver's door module on an 07 Lincoln, and it's common. Crown Vicks have it, and a couple of the other Ford cars of that vintage of that era um, have a driver's door module. That was the predecessor before they put everything into the body computer. And the driver's door module was bad. And it was a pretty clear-cut diagnosis. It was simply a matter of I, I went and scanned. It wasn't up on the network. It does communicate via serial data. But it wasn't on the network. The module wasn't awake. And I checked for power and ground. I needed power at three pins, two light blue, two whites with a light blue and one dark blue. They both had power. And then I needed two grounds, uh, 23 and 24 pins, 23 and 24, a black wire and a pink wire with an orange trace. And I did it fairly simple, too. And this is what I wanted to talk about. When I'm looking for power and grounds across a circuit to a module, I made the ground for that module my ground. So it was ground 104, if I remember right, going over the left door pillar. I used that wire for the ground leg, and I touched the white, blue, white light blue, the white light blue, and the dark blue all separately, three wires. And they all showed power. And then just to make sure that the circuit could carry a load because I'm dealing with an electronic component. In the case of this 07 Lincoln Town Car with a bad body module, I'm dealing with a module that's not available till December, which is a whole different conversation and, uh, you know, something I've got to deal with. And I took the old 194 side marker bulb. And I like the 194 when I'm dealing with a, a small circuit like this because it doesn't pull a lot of current, so I can't hurt anything. 
And I'll still see it light, though, telling me that I do have good circuit continuity and good circuit integrity and that everything lights up. And sure enough, I went across all three wires, and all three wires I had a bulb that lit. I've got a bad module. The module's not doing anything. I haven't taken it apart yet because I'm kind of hoping Ford finds me one. Um, but you never know. It could get to the point where Monday I'm going to have to take that apart. I'll give it to Tom Ray. Tom could help me find it. He's or Tom could help me fix it. Tom likes to solder things. He's used to that when he's rebuilding transmitters out in the middle of nowhere and uh, making it happen. So uh, we'll we'll see what that does for us. But that's um, that was the door module problem on the Lincoln this week that uh, kept us busy for a day or two. Um, Danny is moving forward on his Z28. He's got a 78 Z28. I know some of you are interested in what goes on with him. He, um, he had an engine failure for the second time. I haven't talked about this yet, I think. In the, he was using a, you know, and this is, this is about comp cams, right? Comp cams, a well-known name in the industry, sold him a camshaft, put it together. Danny put it together. He had it assembled by a professional, had it machined, had all, you know, everything done properly. And he suffered a loss of oil pressure. And when we pulled the engine apart, the lobe that drives the fuel pump eccentric, because it's a mechanical fuel pump on a small block Chevy in 78, as it was for so many years in so many other vehicles, the lobe for the fuel pump eccentric was worn flat, and there was metal throughout the engine, wiped out um, bearings, wiped out the crank, and basically trashed the engine. He's got to start all over again. And the sad part is when he talked to comp cams, their position was, well, it's not our fault. You know, it's, it's, we've had problems with those steel billet camshafts, and that's what they do. But yet they sold it to him. They sure took his money. They were happy to do that. Um, we're still sort of negotiating back and forth. We'll see if they actually want to do anything because it's clearly their fault. It was poor design on their, on their componentry. And, uh, you know, at, at one point, um, it sort of reminded me of my time with the hot rod when we've got, we've got Brodix track one heads on it, stage one heads on it, and it wiped out valve guides in a very short period of time. And the answer I got from Brodix at the time was, well, you know, it's not designed to be run on the street. It's a race engine that you're supposed to take the heads off every pass. Uh-huh. So you wonder where these guys, I think the same guy went to work for Comp Cams because they told us that uh, the guy at Comp Cams said, well, you're supposed to use a soft tip brass push rod for that steel low billet. And, of course, when we sent it into warranty, they said, no, you don't need that. We just have problems with it. There's nothing you can really do about it. Bad answers all around. So sometimes it just takes the fun out of making the sport work and doing the sport and the hobby. So 855-560-9900. Ron and Andy, the car doctor. We are back right after this. Don't go away. Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Hey, welcome back. We're on the car doctor at 855-560-9900. A little bit of a uh, little bit of stuff in the news today. Uh, seems like a good time for that. In the Wall Street Journal today, Tesla's looking at building a lithium refinery. Tesla Inc is looking into constructing a battery grade lithium hydroxide refining facility that could support its electric vehicle battery production. The car maker said in a form to the Texas Comptroller's office that is looking to construct a plant with access to the Gulf Coast shipping channel as considering sites in Texas and Louisiana. Okay, well, yeah, but then where are you going to get it from? Texas said it was, Tesla said it was still evaluating the feasibility of the project, but that construction of one, protection, one potential site in Texas could begin as early as fourth quarter this year with commercial operations up and running by fourth quarter of 2024. The price of lithium has exploded in the past year. Gee, where did we hear that was going to happen, right? We had... Mark Mills on, remember? Mark Mills, Manhattan Institute. He said the price of lithium is going to go up. Here we are. You know, I, why do I think we're on the cutting edge, even though everybody hates us when we start bashing electric? No, no, we're bashing. We're just reporting the news. i got to watch my language. Um, we actually got into a, I'm sort of off topic here, but uh, if you look at our Facebook page, I put a post up a week ago about California uh, talking. California's in the news because they were having electricity shortages. I spoke to people in California this week. Um, they're being, you know, persuaded to, you know, lower their, raise their air conditioning and, uh, you know, lower the cooling capacity and uh, not charge their electric vehicles until specific times of the day. And I guess the the person that posted on Facebook was a Californian who was pro-electric because she's saying the story is making non-facts and non-truths sound like the opposite. And um, I'm still waiting for a reply because I put a post up there that basically said, yeah, but more electric vehicles are only going to make the problem worse. So 
And, you know, I think about Tesla here, who's this article in today's Wall Street Journal talking about how they're going to build a lithium refinery to help produce batteries. Um, but as the article says, we continue, the price of lithium has exploded in the past year amid a surge in demand for electric vehicle batteries, of which the metal is a key component. Supply, meanwhile, has been pinched by a dearth of investments in new projects in the wake of a bear market and supply chain bottlenecks. Chief Executive Elon Musk complained earlier this year that constraints in the refining of materials and lithium-ion batteries has raised costs. What do you think was going to happen? You're, you're basically you're, you're creating something that you know we're not prepared for. Um, you know, so if if Mark Mills is right, and I believe him to be so, sometime in the next year we're going to start to see people pull back from the idea of all electric and all electric vehicle future by the year 2035 because it's just it's just not going to happen. Um, so that's what's going on there. So more to come. Maybe we'll follow that up with a. Let's see. I want to cover this too in our news segment here. GM CEO Mary Barrett. This is from MotorTrend.com. Uh, Mary was just on, um, where was she? She was on CBS News uh, just reporting about it. It's safe to say that the article starts out that it hasn't been easy to buy a brand new car for the last few years. Prices have skyrocketed. Supply has shrunk. Difficult situation. Anyone trying to get into a new vehicle? Yep, it is. And it is. You know, it's and it's downright unsettling. You drive by a car dealership and there's no cars on the lot or there's no new cars on the lot. And you, you wonder how they're keeping the lights on. So it's uh, it's sad. While there's several reasons why shoppers currently face this problem, most of it boils down to the semiconductor shortage caused by the global pandemic. The automotive industry is heavily dependent on semiconductors for various computers and sensors that are vital to vehicle production. The shortage has forced manufacturers to park nearly completed vehicles in temporary storage while they wait on parts. The issue has eased a bit within the last six months or so, but the article states that we're not out of the Silicon Forest yet. During an interview on CBS Mornings, uh, GM CEO Mary Barra gave an early preview of the 2024 Chevrolet Equinox EV. During the segment, one of the reporters asked Barra about supply chain challenges the automaker is facing, and Mary pointed out that the semiconductor f- shortage is the main culprit and predicted it'll continue to be a problem. And she said, frankly, I think that's going to something that's going to last into next year, maybe a little beyond. So, um, And I was kind of hoping that this was going to start to go away, but I guess not. Barra, GM CEO, went on to explain the pandemic caused various parts shortages that moved across the globe and that GM is working through through it to avoid the same problem with GM EVs. She said that as much as possible, the automaker is sourcing all raw materials either in the U.S. and North America or with allies early in the segment. Mary Barra was asked by Gail King if GM's recent push to produce more EVs was motivated by Elon Musk Tesla, and Barra was quick to point out the GM EV1, which was released back in 1997, Barris said the EV1 was a little ahead of its time. You know, and there's a lot to be considered here, right? Tesla seems to have the run of the market because he really has no competition from what I can see. You know, the, the other major manufacturers, GM, Ford, Toyota, Honda, they're, they're all, you know, they're all just starting to get geared up and get in the game. But, you know, you wonder what's going to happen, you know, two or three years from now when you've got the industrial might, the manufacturing capacity of the major car companies thrown into the fray, how much will they or won't they be able to outproduce, you know, Tesla? And, you know, what will that do to the marketplace in terms of of, price, in terms of vehicle availability, and, um, you know, so forth. So it it just might get easier. Of course... It's still a problem producing all this electricity. I think by now everybody's seen that picture. There's a Tesla, a picture of a Tesla floating around the internet. It's all over Facebook. It's all over 
Twitter about the uh, Tesla driving down the road in California with a generator and a gas tank strapped to its back, so the generator creates the electricity that powers the uh, uh, that powers the car. They're calling it a perpetual motion. I think it's it's easy enough to find if you haven't seen it. It's kind of humorous. And there was an article in the news, um, WBOY reported it, um, that uh, a Tesla had gotten stuck, and it was pushed to a charging port by a bunch of coal miners in the region. I think this was out. I'm going to say and guess and say I thought it was Colorado. Um, uh, no, it couldn't be Colorado because it's west of the Mississippi. That wouldn't be WBOY unless it was television. Um, but regardless, a bunch of coal miners had to push the Tesla to get it charged, which, you know, again, where is it going to come from? Where are we going to get the electricity? Somebody tell me, please. Somebody let me know. 855-560-9900. Let's pull over and take a pause. The car doctor will be back right after this. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Welcome 
Welcome back. We're on the car, Dr. 855-560-9900 is the 24-7 phone number. Um, Tom did some research during the pause, and he said West Virginia. That would make sense, Tom. West Virginia was where the coal miners were pushing the Tesla. Kind of appropriate, right? The guys who were making the electricity for the car were helping pushing it to the electrical station where it would then get charged by the coal that the miners were mining. So that kind of makes sense. Kind of ironic, too, right? Let's go over to Jasper in Pennsylvania, 93 Toyota truck and a stalling issue. Jasper, welcome to the car doctor, sir. How can um, I help? Hello? So, uh, so me and my, so I, I'd like to know, like, is there anything we can do about this issue? So our truck's been with, our truck's been a pretty good truck, but, and, but we've been having this constant issue where, like, at first it started out where the idling would go high and low pitch and, and repeatedly, and then we thought we solved it, but now, it's if we don't keep the AC on pretty loud, uh, it won't. It's gonna then it's gonna just conk out and uh, when we're idling and and it's not and we really can't have that happen. Jasper, what, on a highway. What, what kind of Toyota is this? Uh, it's nineteen ninety three. It's actually in the service shop right now, doing its regular maintenance. Right. But is it but, a, what is it a pickup? Is it a is it a is it a Highlander? Is it which one of the Toyota trucks it's is a it? Pickup. It's a, it's a pickup. I think it it has a gem top. Okay, and which uh, which engine is it? Four cylinder or six? Uh, I think it. I'm not sure. It might be a six cylinder. Okay, let's let's just, let's assume it's a six cylinder. So you know the six cylinders, uh, and you're telling me with the air conditioning on, the truck will stay running. Mm-hmm. Okay. Barely, but it Bare, runs. But it runs better. All right. Has anybody, mm-hmm. you know, you know, what sort of basics, any kind of diagnosis been done up to this point, or are we just throwing parts at, at it, or nothing's we, been done? At first, we thought it was an overheating issue, because because from because, but, and so that was our initial thought that there was something clogging up the coolant pipe, the the air pipe, but. Then we because it's been used a lot and it hasn't really that pipe hasn't been really cleaned that all. Well, you know, let's 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 cover the basics. All right, uh, you know, has anybody cleaned the throttle body? Has anybody done any other basic setups to just verify if base idle is set correctly? You know, what sort uh, of things have been done? Well, we do. We had checked that, and from. In the local, in the local auto shop that we have, uh, which is pretty small, um, they did a diagnostics and they said that uh, the best thing to do that at first that it didn't seem just to be an overheating issue, but now it seems like it's not because we have to have our heat uh, going full blast you know, just to keep it running. So. Well, wait. Something doesn't make sense here. You're saying you've got to keep the heat on to keep the engine from overheating to keep it running, but if you no, like we have to keep no. It's like at first we thought it was an overheating issue on the engine okay. that was causing the original idle problem. What made you but think? Now, what made you think it was overheating, Jasper? Because the you know, coolant pipe was um, it, it was hadn't been flushed out in a while, and when. When one when and they said that uh, it that it seems like a it so we just tried to get the gunk out. 
Well, well it was a little bit. Did the en- did, like here? Wait a minute. Hang on a second. Did the engine physically overheat? Does it have a gauge in it? Did it show that it was running hot? No, it it's one of those really old ones. Okay, so it's, it it has no gauges. It only has idiot lights. So yeah. you know, let's let's bring the engine up to temperature. Raise the hood with the engine running. Grab the upper radiator hose. Is it hot? Is it uncomfortable to the touch? It should be. Okay. Unless you've got an infrared thermometer. You know, if the engine's not overheating, let's take overheating off the table. Let's not create problems unless we know for sure what we've got. But a, a, mm-hmm. a, a typical properly running engine will have a hot to the touch, uncomfortable almost. Be careful. You'll get burned. All right. You may want to wear a pair of gloves and, and feel the difference um, between the upper and lower hoses. Uh, it's it's a lot easier if we do it with a thermal imager so we can measure temperature. But unless you've got some definitive proof, let's take overheating off the table. All right. Then okay. let's then let's look at the let's look at the idle up system. If turning the air conditioning on bumps the idle speed and it lets the truck idle, it sounds to me like it's it's looking for more idle. It's looking for more plate. So let's sit down and maybe go through how dirty or clean uh, is the throttle body. Is the housing has the housing ever been cleaned? It's thirty years old at this point. Um, what sort um, of maintenance has been done or hasn't been done? And then, how do they control base idle? Have you owned the truck for a long time? Have you owned the truck since new, or was it a used purchase? It's been around. It's been a. It was a new purchase. Uh, okay, 30, was, thirty years been, ago. Yeah. Um. Um. For, um. Inherited. It was a car that was inherited. So. Okay. All right. So then let's just, listen, stop looking for what's bad. Look for what's good. Do, I want you to look at, tell me how dirty or clean the throttle body is when you call me back next week. I want you to go through and do a base idle test, all right? Look at, look at, the, throttle, okay. look at the throttle body. There should be a base idle screw held on. It. I believe it's going to be a 6 or a 7 millimeter nut, jam nut that's holding it on. Um, actually, it might be finer than that. Actually, it might be 5 millimeters. But it's usually chalked with a yellow piece of chalk that'll lock it in place that tells you that it hasn't been touched. Look at the base idle. Has somebody played with the base idle over the years, affecting base idle position, and that'll create a stalling condition. You know, and then we could talk about setting up a throttle stop after that. But let's do that, and then there's going to be an AC idle-up procedure. Let's look at that. Obviously, how well does the engine run? This is 93, so we've got to get past. We've got limited diagnostics. We'd have to do some things with... Um, you know, handheld tools to check O2 sensor content and fuel trimming like that. But before we start going far off the deep end, let's verify the engine's base lines, and then we can kind of talk further from there. I'll look for your call. 855-560-9900. The Car Doctor returns right after this. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Welcome back, Ronnie and the Car Doctor. I guess uh, next week. Next week, for sure, we'll do our Michelin swag bag giveaway. I was just finishing reading this Tesla article uh, about Tesla's looking at refining lithium down in Texas. Um, in July, Elon Musk reiterated his call for others to get into the re- lithium refinery, saying that the business has a high margin. You can't lose Mr. Musk. It's quoted as saying in this week's, uh, in today's, matter of fact, Wall Street Journal, it's a license to print money. Other companies in the electric vehicle supply chain are starting to take steps to build out capacity. Panasonic, a supplier to Tesla, said in July that it would build a $4 billion electric vehicle uh, electric vehicle factory in uh, Kansas. The Wall Street Journal reported that Texas Panasonic is also looking at an Oklahoma site for another factory. Um, so I guess EVs will become big, big business or bigger business than they already are. But the key component comes back to where will we get the electricity from? You know, you can build a lot of things. I could, I could build a lot of cars, but I've got to have the power to make them run. And you just, you just wonder. So, but then again, I'm not supposed to be the, I'm only supposed to be the mechanic. I'm not supposed to be the business mind of all this. So, um, you know, so be it. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but you know, I'm just looking for common sense answers like all the rest of us, um, because it is important. It is a big part of the picture. Uh, you know, Mary Barra, by the way, in that article I was quoting before reading through before from Motor Trend, talked about that this chip shortage could go into 2023 and beyond. And you wonder what sort of impact that will have on electric vehicle production. And uh, perhaps that's the reason you'll see things ramped up and uh, we can only hope. I do think that we are seeing major changes to lifestyles and I question whether we're being changed or pushed into the right direction. So we'll see where all that goes. But you know what? That's what we do here. We sit down, we think about it, we talk about it, and uh, we'll figure it out because that's what uh, that's what we're supposed to do. So until the next time, I'm Ron Anini and the Car Doctor. I want to thank you for joining me this hour. 
definitely a full moon show, and uh, we'll talk again next week. Till then, good mechanics aren't expensive. They're priceless. See ya. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's a time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.